So we can ask, what is the difference between Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Tyre, and Sidon? In other words, why is it that some people repent and some people don't repent? And for us, uh, who find ourselves here at Daily Mass, how do we keep ourselves uh, from falling into all the problems of people who practice their religion seriously, like becoming Pharisees and Sadducees and things like that? It makes me think of one of my assignments I was at. I remember early on in the assignment, I, uh, I wondered about the people who came to Mass because some people would say, Father, great homily. I'd say, well, why would you like it? We could hear you. <laughs> or you were short. Or, <laughs> and I thought, so nothing to do with like the content. <laughs> and, uh, and then hearing confessions, I, I said like the main sin of the people was missing Sunday mass. And so I said, there seems to be a kind of maybe overscrupulosity. I said, so everybody loves God perfectly, but they miss Mass. Is there... So I preached about, early on, I preached about the Sunday obligation. And afterwards, this guy came to me and said, Father, you know, when I was younger, I was in the Navy. And I was out there in the Pacific Ocean. And I was on the phone with my uncle. And, uh, and it was Sunday. And, and my uncle said, well, have you gone to Mass? And he said, no. And he said, well, what are you thinking? And he says, uncle, I'm in the middle. There is not a priest for thousands of miles. And his uncle said, that doesn't matter. You get to mass. And I thought, well, here is a sort of uh, uh, views of religion, which, you know, I'm not being critical of people who go to, go, to, go, to, go to mass just to fulfill the obligation. I find myself personally uh, oftentimes praying the liturgy of the hours. Just because, oh, this is what I got to do, so I got to make sure I do it. Because I know later I'll feel bad if I don't. And I made this promise. But what is it that we're called to do to remain open to conversion? Let's say like that. Because none of us can decide when Christ comes. None of us can decide when we'll be visited, just like these cities. But there is something we can do in terms of allowing the heart to be in a certain position that will be awake enough or vulnerable enough or natural, we could say childlike enough to be surprised when Christ comes. I think it's the work of our humanity to ask us the questions. Uh, the, the one question above all, why? Why am I doing this? Okay, so before I start my morning prayers, why am I praying? Before I go to church, why? What is it that, 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 uh, that's waiting for me at this place? What is it that's happened to me that's brought me here? What is it that I'm looking for? Always remember, go back to this question. The first question that Christ asks in the Gospel of John. What are you looking for? Because Christ always wants to answer our human need and not simply remain on the periphery of our actual human desires. But he wants to come to answer precisely those human needs, those human desires, without anything superimposed or super added on top of our humanity. And in doing this work, we can see more and more how Christ truly answers everything that we want, everything that we need. Because remember, it's himself who has given us this heart, and he knows the best how to answer it through his good presence. So let's not skip out on this work that we are called to do in order to be true Christians 
and therefore true witnesses in the world of the good presence of Christ.